We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. What's up? And welcome back to another episode of No Silence Podcast with your host. Now nah, fuck that with your low glasses Malone. So you got two lotto winners in close proximity to each other trying to simultaneously hunt the other one down. <laughs> How do you think they won the same numbers again? I think they both have, they're from the same area, same interests, same traditions, same shit. I think they walked in and, and said, I want my lucky numbers here, the six lucky numbers, and they both got the same six numbers. I think it's more likely that than they just randomly spun the same ones. My thought is, 
somebody told somebody to get their lottery numbers here, play my numbers. Mm-hmm. And they went to play the numbers and they felt they didn't go play the numbers. So they went to play oh, them themselves. That's, that's so I think it's sharp, probably man. the winner of the, both winners are at the same exact household. It's the same that's, person. That's has both very tickets. likely. That makes it even more chaos. That, that's almost like a domestic grudge death match. I was reading this crazy story today. Um, and there was a lady who got a tip. She was in the South. Mm-hmm. And somebody tipped her $10 million. No, they tipped her a lottery ticket. Did they make a movie out of that with Nicolas Cage? I don't know. I don't know. But she won the lottery. She mm-hmm. They tipped her a lottery ticket. And a ticket hit for $10 million. Yeah. And she took the $10 million And then first... Her co-workers, her co-people was like, well, we split the tips. <laughs> we split the tips. <laughs> and so they tried to sue her and it didn't work. Yeah. And then the person who actually gave her the ticket. Yeah. Um, I guess they was joking. She like, well, if I hit, I'll buy you a truck. Or either he said to her when he tipped her the ticket, if you hit, you got to buy me a truck. And she was like, okay. So he tried to sue her. Wow. He tried to sue her and it didn't work. And then the husband kidnapped her who had just got a fresh divorce, kidnapped her to try to get it. And she ended up getting a gun and shooting the husband. Wow. That's an imp- that that's one too. That's, that's a more interesting movie because something like that happened in a movie, but it was in like New York at a diner and some lady won off of a tipped ticket or some nonsense. And uh, it was just kind of like a rom-com. But that, that, that ain't no rom-com. No, this is the real deal. Um, read, between reading that and living today, mm-hmm. I was just thinking to myself, like, I don't know how I do this life sober. Yeah, I find it a little unsettling. And I used to think to myself, I don't know how everybody else is drinking and smoking weed and shit. I used to think everybody else is crazy. But as I get older, I'm starting to believe I'm the crazy motherfucker for doing this life sober. Well, what's in the red cup then? Water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that... uh. I don't think that you're sober for being the, or you're crazy for being the sober one. I think crazy lends itself to you being the sober one. Uh, Elaborate, elaborate. Like, I think you have to be crazy to want to. Soak it all in and make sure you don't miss anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. That, that's what I'm saying. I, it's like you feel everything. You see everything. To always be aware mm. and conscious is crazy. Like everything. And I think things that other people use to get by, because I think the things that other people use to get by you know what I mean, with, with weed or alcohol or whatever, yeah. like, 
I get it now. I really fucking get it. Cause I, I was talking ahead about it earlier and I was like, he was like, well, it got to be arrogance. I'm like, what, why would you think it's arrogance that we don't drink or smoke like that? He's like, well, because it's like, we believe we can deal with it. And I'm like, well, I don't think I ever thought about it like that. I just thought about it in the sense that, um, you know, he, he referenced seeing people throwing up on the curve. I was oh, yeah. like, well, I, I, I've seen people be buzzed and I wouldn't go to the exaggeration. I'm worried about throwing up as much as, um, as much as, uh, like just poisoning myself, throwing off my equilibrium at all for yeah, any yeah. reason. I get that. So that, that, that became the main thing. Like I just never thought about it. Like, it's, and then every it's time all cost, no benefit proposition. Yeah, I don't get the For benefit. Sure. Like, yeah. to me, these are normal. It's like most people talk about normal functions, achieving normal functions through assistance, right? They'll yeah. be like, oh, I want to relax. I'm like, relax. Or, you know, like, if you meet a girl, it's weird. You'll, you'll meet a girl, and she's not trying to use some pussy, but she's at the bar drinking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why are you lowering your inhibitions if your goal is not to have lowered inhibitions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it just it get crazier and crazier every time. Yeah, it's true. I don't know personally. I mean, yeah, I guess like through time, people who drink like to cope and shit like that. Seems like I know a lot of more people who smoke weed to cope. You know, like because I and I've always equated it like. I don't drink that much anymore, like in frequency or volume. Mm -hmm. But there's people I know that like through their day, they, you know, got to hit the blunt when they get up before work on a break at work, lunch after work before they go to bed. It's like five times. Like if I had a cocktail five times a day, every single fucking day, I'd walk into an intervention some point mm. like I don't I don't know that's kind of like my 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 weed criticism like, I, like that's a lot you know like you can't make it three four hours you just go to work and sit in the cubicle like, what are you talking about? <laughs> how did you start drinking um my best friend growing up was the youngest of like four so and, and by by a margin, he was what some might call a change of life baby. Others might call an accident. So his older brothers that he looked up to a lot, like when he was younger, they were like, like we were in grade school. They were like in college doing the fraternity thing or whatever else. So by the time we were in high school, they were in their like, I don't know, fucking mid, late 20s, whatever. They're out and going to bars and all this kind of junk, whatever. So I started drinking with him one time on a vacation. I went on a vacation with his family once. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I didn't think a lot of it. At some point in time in high school, around 11th grade, I, st- I was from about the 11th grade through every time I was like 20 to 20, I drank a lot. So like seven, to 17 to 20, I drank a lot. 21 to 23, I drank less, but there were still some frequent, like, 
gargantuan consumption moments, you know. After that, I really, you know, if I get drunk, drunk, it might be once a year, maybe, and it just happens randomly. So, so your partner turn you on, hold up, no ceilings, GL, my man Peter in the house. So, your partner introduced you to drinking. That's correct. I mean, it wasn't like I hadn't heard of it. Sure, obviously. (laughs) I'm saying, but... but, First time I drank. You remember what it was? Yeah, it was a beer. Just beer. Remember what kind of beer, but uh. So what did you start drinking after that? I don't know, whatever we had after that. <laughs> I don't, I didn't start really discerning any kind of alcohol until I had to become responsible for getting it myself. Then <laughs> I, then I then I it it just it went from whatever got handed to me to well now since I have to make the decision. You know. So how the fuck did you start drinking a lot between seventeen and twenty and nobody noticed? I don't know if nobody noticed, but like, how, like, how do you mean? Like, like how was you going home drinking a lot? Like, so, how was you going home? Your your mom and dad, sister. How are you going home if you drinking a lot? Like well, is it is it, is it, is it young a, is it younger a, people can handle liquor better? Oh, they res, they bounce back faster. You know, hangover is not a big deal when you're younger. Handle it better, no. But I've I only got caught coming home drunk once, and it was so stupid because I think my parents didn't think I was going to drink and drive, and a lot of the time I didn't, but a lot of the time I did too. <laughs> so it, it it depended. I on don't the night. quite know. <laughs> But a lot I, of the times you didn't, a lot of times you did. Yeah. Meaning it was a mixed bag. But the nights when I didn't, sure. I would still drive and leave the house. But I would drive around the corner and get in my friend's car. So the time that I got caught coming home driving drunk, I had driven 100 feet. <laughs> I just came around a corner like this, stopped for like the other side of the neighbor's house. So at that point, why the fuck was you even driving? To move the car back. So it looked like I didn't, I wasn't allowed to go out and drink like that. Oh. So th- there was that. I would imagine you 17 to 20, you, you for sure wouldn't be old enough to go out and drink like that. Oh, I thought no, 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 no. So th- also they had a house that was two stories. So like my bedroom had like a balcony thing. So I could get out and come back in through there. That happened a lot too. How the fuck you get out through the balcony? Fucking Spider Man. Climb up the damn thing. You ever climbed up drunk? Oh hell yeah. You ever fell? Nah, close. But no. What the fuck was you climbing to climb up to the balcony? You had a ladder out there? No, it's funny. They had a little retaining wall kind of thing by like the pool filter shit, so I could hop up onto that and jump from that and catch that and pull myself up onto the next thing and then just 
go over the rail and walk in the door. White life is just white life is fucking hella like like how most me, like general population people feel about you know growing up in the ghetto. Yeah, that's how I feel about like when you hear about white life. I mean, mm. not white life like ghetto because I get how trailer trash white life can go, but sure, like, like regular suburban shit. Yeah, like yeah, Saved yeah. by the Bell white life, mm. Kelly, Zach, and Slater white life. <laughs> it's almost like that's not real to us. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of bilateral disconnect. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the first time I started hanging out in Lakewood, and you start meeting like you go to people's house. I remember one of my childhood friends; he became a police officer. He was a little older than us, I think. Um, I went to Artesian my freshman year in Lakewood, and um, they used to have a park across the street called Palms Park, and it was cool. I was super good at caroms because obviously from the ghetto, they got caroms. But uh, I remember I used to have so many like white friends. You oh, went to Artesia High School for a year? For one year. My friend's older sister, they moved. They were from South Central, and his mom moved them down to our school district. But his older sister went to um, Artesia. Yeah, the, the ABC school district. I got A's and shit, and uh, I had 36 tardy, so they pulled my permit. <laughs> Sent my ass right back to Compton. Like, you're not going. <laughs> this ain't happening. And my mom ended up giving me a pair of my high school because they still had. She wouldn't let me go to Compton, Locke, Jordan. Like, I wanted to go to the schools that, you know, we grew up because it's all your friends go there, yeah, but yeah. they didn't have AP classes. What school? I guess it depends on if you were at your mom's or your dad's, but like, what school would have been your school? Well, at my mom's house, it was Compton High. That was literally okay. like four minutes away. At my dad's house, it would have probably been a 10, which that would have been weird. Yeah. Um, it would have been 10 to 10 or lot, or maybe Linwood, because a lot of the older homies went to Linwood too. That was oh. close. That's, yeah, because I don't understand like how that school district system works because obviously Compton Unified is its own thing. You're on the LA side, you know, yeah. so are you, so you I, got, you got an LAUSD address. Yeah, right. Because you, so in Watts, right, you got Jordan, right, yeah. by the Jordan Downs, you got Locke, mm-hmm. and you got Centennial. Because yeah. Centennial is in Los Angeles too. Oh, it is. I thought it was on the other side of the Yeah. Room. Okay. All right, all right, yeah. All right. I know it seemed like it's in Compton, but it get freaky when you get over there. Well, yeah, I think sure. no, Centennial is in Compton still. Yeah, I, I swear it, it yeah. is in Compton. Um, but it would have been one of those schools, but I wanted to go to those schools because that's where everybody, you know, went to school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Centennial is at Compton. So as soon as you cross over. That was a gun, though. Yeah. Yeah. So it would have been one of those schools. Dominguez, maybe. My mom wasn't going for that. They didn't have no AP classes. She was like, that shit out. Not a Dominguez? She, none of those schools yeah. had AP classes. There was no chance she was letting me go to school without being an advanced placement. That just wasn't going to happen. Um, but, yeah, I used to notice that. And so I got a chance to hang around that kind of environment for about a good 12 months. Mm-hmm. And just really chilling, just tripping off of it. And um, that's how I knew it was real. Because before that, you know, Compton and Watson, you would think Compton and Watson is the whole world. Yeah, like yeah. everywhere is like this. Some people don't have money. Some people on drugs. You go to Lakewood, ain't nobody pushing no damn baskets. Sure. You know what I mean? When you in Watson, Compton, people pushing baskets, assembling all kinds of things that they could sell to try to buy some rocks. Like, that was normal. I think about a lot of the stuff that was normal at that time. I, I have to ask. Sure. Because the the language choice was so particular. Sure. You said assembling all kinds of things. What kind of product 
would a person purchase for money that had been assembled by a crackhead? What would be something that they might assemble? <laughs> now, when I'm saying assemble, I mean gathering, right? So okay, some people will be taking like people will be pushing. Gro- they used to steal the grocery baskets, sure, right from the grocery store and be pushing them around, yeah. assemb- like gathering things to sell. Gotcha. So they, they they're assembling crack. an inventory. There you go. Got it. So it could be something like um, cans, bottles. Some people would get TVs. People mm-hmm. would do. That time they was the only flockers. Crackheads was the only flockers. Got it. Yeah, yeah. It was the only people breaking in people's houses. Sometimes you see people with TVs, radios. And a lot of times that shit to be working. Like they knew the difference between junk and things that people bought. Sure, sure. So um I used to look at them people crazy, but I'm starting to really think that I must be crazy because I don't know how I deal with this world sober. Like Chuck Game is posting all these pictures of uh What's going on in um over there in Israel? Mm. And, you know, it's people posting babies being blown up and women dead. And I was just thinking to myself, like, how am I sober looking at all this shit? It's all a matter of scope, I suppose. I mean, it's tragic as all hell, but I've never I don't know. I as far as like the world, me personally, I never blinked. Mm. I don't think I blink. I, I think um, I see it all, but it's also why, like, I, I be on my Donny Hathaway, where I be like, eh, living ain't ain't what it cracked up to be. Like, like, I have huge faith in humanity, mm-hmm. but that's probably a big problem too. I believe in humanity, and oh. that probably is like a flaw. Maybe. I mean, humanity cuts both ways. Humanity makes, creates enormous problems, and humanity solves enormous problems. You know? Human- what's what's human- the biggest problem they ever solve, you feel, humanity? Humanity, well, I mean, the, the, the most obvious one. I mean, like, they created a, humanity created a clusterfuck of World War II. It, 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 it also solved the same problem, you know? What's the, what do you mean, solve which problem? I think humanity don't do shit but cause problems. I don't think humanity has done one good thing for the earth. I would disagree with that. You know what I mean? I think humanity just creates problems and then solve the problems that they create. And then the problems that they solve creates even more problems. Well, I think the default setting is a problem. You know, if you were to go back and back and back and back in time, well, the human life expectancy, probably 25, 30 years. People die in all kinds of different ways. Maybe we were supposed to. That's probably true. I, th- I, I think that there's... It's like every innovation that's, that's, that's helped... Human beings. Human beings. Probably is worse for the Earth. I don't know about that. I think there's... Personally, I think there's fine. The, the Earth's equilibrium is pretty fine. But like... The abundant, like abundance breeds abundance and abundance breeds time. So the same ecosystem of the human mind that was able to use spare time to invent a light bulb was able to use spare time to devise eugenics. 
you know? Time to think. It's all in the mind of the thinker. Agree with that. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventure with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with a muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive, zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG, 37 highway MPG, 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 35 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG, 36 highway MPG, 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 34 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum all wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. 
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Every day I'll be disappointed, cuz. Yeah, I believe that. It's disappointing times. But I don't think it ever wasn't a disappointing time. It's also true. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how could a place like Watts and a place like Newport Beach exist at the same time? That gotta be like a fucking flaw in a place like Bel Air and a place like Compton can exist at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. Bel Air and Compton. Them motherfuckers is 20 miles from each other, I think. Let me look it up, girl. Well, I mean, how far is Central Park West or whatever the hell from Harlem? I mean, isn't like Park Avenue on one side of Central Park West? Or I'm sorry, on one side of Central Park? And then like Harlem is like basically the other side? Yeah. Compton to Bel Air is 19 miles. 19? That's a little more than I would have guessed. I probably had it about 14, but yeah. How the fuck can somebody have entirely too much and then these people have entirely not enough? That got to be like the greatest. Like, that's just crazy. It's 19 miles, Pete. It is. Yeah. How could you how could you have that much and then somebody this close could not have nearly enough and you exist peacefully? That's the the, the last part is kind of the uh the kicker, you know. But you know, re- resources can buy an awful lot. Like think about that. There's a house in Bel Air for sale right now. Let me look at this. I was looking at a house in Bel Air for sale, right? It came up in my email. And um, there's a house in Bel Air. I think I saw something about that. It was like some kind of crazy million dollars. It's like a dollars. nine figure. Yeah, it was like $139 million. Yeah. A 12 bedroom, 17 bath. Two acre house in Bel Air. The address is twelve hundred Bel Air Road, Los Are Angeles, California. Nine zero zero seven seven. The house cuz is a hundred and forty million dollars. You know what I really don't understand about that? There's a lot of surplus bathrooms in that home. It's almost like they don't want to share the bathrooms. I never got that either. Well, I understand, okay, we're going to have 12 bedrooms, 
and then 12 bathrooms. And well, a I get 13. Yeah, I get 13. You yeah. guest bathroom. You don't want people in your bathroom. They've got five or six extra bathrooms. It, it's as if they're serving laxative in there, and, and, and you better have a bathroom close enough to in case you, you, know, you don't have to go down the hall too far to the next bathroom. You never know what that was about. I don't know what's going on there. But I'm looking, and this is right here. And they be talking shit about these people who running in these stores taking shit. Hundred thousand is about what uh, is about the price of a house in Compton. About three to five, yeah. So if we saw if we called it five, that's two hundred and eighty houses in Compton for that guy's house. That would be pretty cool. If I was going to roll a, a roll up a buck forty on a property acquisition. I'd be down to buy 280 houses in Compton. If they were all if they were all <laughs> attached, they were all Ready attached. <laughs> but it's like the the down payment cuz is 28 mil, you know. The down payment is 28 is for yep, 28 million, 20% and the monthly payment is 1 million dollars, 918,000 a month. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can even finance that for 30 years. Oh, hell no. At this, at, at interest rates like this, yeah, probably could. Would you even want to finance that at that point? 30, was that 100, was That's that 12 million a year? 120, 36, God damn. Three, you'd be in that house $400 million. Yeah. Yeah. That type of shit make me want to drink. <laughs> the fact that that much house is 15 miles away from the ghetto. It depends on which ghetto, because it probably could be like if you were in the Hoovers, it's I mean, probably shit. a lot. Twelve. How far miles. is it from the Jays? It's about eight. Yeah, but the Jays is almost like a science project. Uh, how far is it then from the Harlem's? About nine. Yeah, it's close. The Jays is different because the Jays is like a like a like a. Like Someone a just idea. sold those. Yeah, I know that's it's going to be over. I was trying to tell Malcolm. I was like, "What you need to do?" Because he was all like. They're gonna turn on the jungles. I was like, you were complaining about they suck for thirty years. You should be happy, but like, I was like, go get Potomac made a historical landmark site. I mean, it was the culmination scene of what was that? The isn't that the first Oscar to a black actor in a non-supporting role? Oh, training day. Yeah, yeah. Just go over to city hall. And get it declared a historical monument. They'll do it in two seconds. And then what does that do? They can't knock it down. The rest <laughs> of it, they probably knock down. But you could at least hold down the cul-de-sac. That's one part of it. You can have a cul-de-sac. You know what? Somebody asked me, did I think gentrification was bad? They was like, oh, guys, if you don't think it's bad, I'm thinking to myself, like, I get it, right? Like, Because mm-hmm. that's, that's what's happening, right? These places are being gentrified. But it's like, if if you're not, how is it somebody could have enough fucking money to come over here and buy shit, but the people who live here don't have enough money to buy shit? You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how do you have that much money to where all these stray people could come and move in the community and they got enough money to afford it, but the people right there can't afford it? And what people would like me to believe is that like a like a drunk mind would like me to believe that, oh, they just didn't do anything with their life. And it's like, I mean, 
the majority of the population, bro, is sheep. Yeah. That, so it's easy to lead sheep any direction you want them to go. The, the American perspective on wealth disparity is perceived upside down. You know, it's like looking at a forest, right? From eye level to the top. Eye level to the top of what? Of the of the trees in the okay. forest. So, right, so you so you twenty feet up in the air. Yeah, like you. The trees, if, the, if the trees are 50 20, feet, 30 feet, if the, or fifty feet. If, okay. if a tree is fifty feet, the average tree is fifty feet. You're like 46. 60 feet. Okay. You can see the tops of them. Sure. But you see that the, 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 they're not the same tops. Yeah. I think people look at it like, who came around and knocked the tops off of all those trees that aren't as tall as that one? And the perception really is more accurately what caused that tree to grow taller than that one. You know? You think that's the perception from who? I think that's the current... Like, that's the time's perception of, in America, of, of wealth disparity. Like, like the, the culture now looks at it as though all the trees were 60 feet and then someone came and hacked the tops off of like 90% of them down to 45 feet. The reality is the other ones grew taller. I don't know. They might even start it taller. Trees don't start taller. Yeah, but it depends. Like even coming into America, it's a different set of trees. Like, right. It's like, Slavery is not even 200 years old, right? It, like, it's not that old, right? It's, this is not that old. And you like, because um, I, I don't think, I don't even want to have a conversation. I hate about, like, I get the concept of the wealth disparity, wealth gap. I, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about simple things like the American dreams that we sold. I mean, the American dream that we sold out, right? Which was like a place like Compton. Well, I don't know. It's like there's people crazy next door. So a place like Compton or a place like, let's say, like Hersey, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. where John, his name John Hershey, that made Hershey Company. I think his name mm-hmm. is John Hershey. Let me see. guy. Hershey. So just out of curiosity, I had noticed at, at the end of one of the famous Zapp and Rogers songs, sure. he was talking about chocolate cities and he didn't mention Hers- Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Why is that? I have no fucking idea. I don't think they are talking about the same chocolate. Interesting. So Milton Hershey. You, you might be right. You might be right. Milton Hershey, right? So Milton Hershey created the town that we know as Hershey, Pennsylvania, right? And this sure. was kind of the traditional American idea. He had a great idea. Then he built factories out. And then he wanted people to come work. And he had people come work. And instead of having them drive miles away, he built a town to support, you know, he, he built a town to match the economy, right? Where people mm-hmm. could move into these houses and shop, play, and work there. That's Compton was the same thing. Like, if you look down Alameda on Compton and Compton, right, it's all these factories, mm-hmm. right? And I was talking to a politician. Hey, and she was telling me that um, it was grandfathered in that I think 40 to 50 percent of the people who worked at these factories were supposed to live in these houses. And I think that was the simplistic idea of America. And it, it was a brilliant idea, right? You. People used to walk to work. You know what I mean? And what I think happened specifically in Compton, right, as black people started to move to Compton, now it's probably a really 
crazy idea that they start moving there. It's, it's something that we don't know about because they move there in groves. But, you know, and then white folks start moving out, right? The Kevin Costner families of the world start moving out. Well, they had to move out for the black people to move in because the vacancies had to be created. Sure. But I think they were also building at that time. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, and this is the thing. What is I'm it because, like, I only said it because, like, like we've talked about this a hundred times. Sure. My grandparents lived yeah, in all those Linwood. same houses. Yeah. They ain't built nothing new. Yeah. But Linwood house. is older than Compton. Yeah, but, like, not by a lot. And really, what, late 60s, early, late 50s, early 60s was when black people started to come to Southern California? Yeah, because they they had been around. So remember they couldn't they couldn't remember they couldn't really be around, right? Because they did have little pockets, right? The place in Venice, uh, what's that? Dogtown. Yeah, those old big apartments. It's like one of the oldest places black people moved. So black people came to Southern California before that, but I don't think they could get in the the areas. Like they was in Dogtown. They were yeah, in. It was the fifties. That's when the fifties was when they sure, built the when projects. Sure, when they came to Compton, they built the sure. projects in the fifties, and sure. it, and that's why, like, the difference between well, the projects was wasn't first for. Like, remember, that was for the war people. No, no. Jordan Downsley. Most of the expansions of projects was for black people, and black people were good at paper. This is this is this little story people I don't think know about L.A. Sure. Below the pueblos is that's black projects is below all the ones, um. What do they call it? The, I thought they called it also like Dogtown or something like that. The the projects by Chinatown, and and then like Big Hazard, and Estrada Courts, and all those ones. Those were all Mexican. Yeah. As as I looked, I mean, I at least for what I read, the um, they, they built all those ones up there and didn't allow black people to apply because apparently black people were very good at paperwork compared to Mexicans. So the, so, they, 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 so the Jordan Downs first opened in May 1944. The complex was originally developed as a semi-permanent housing for war workers during World War II. In the early 1950s, uh, HACLA, damn, that's still around, converted it to public housing. It was among the last of the public housing projects and was to be open for that purpose. It opened in 1955, shortly after new mayor Norris Paulson ended all new public housing in the city. Development, like others in the area, became partially integrated. However, its tendency its tendency rapidly became majority black, approaching 100% by the mid-1960s. This rapid change occurred for a number of reasons. Many of the veterans who still lived in the projects in the early 1950s moved out as they were able to purchase homes. Blacks still migrating west after the war ended gravitated. Excuse me. Blacks still migrating west after the war gravitated towards areas like Watts that already had sizable back populations. In addition, at least in the first decade of the post post-war period, restrictive covenants helped channel recent migrants into Watts and away from nearby suburban cities such as Compton. Sure. Yeah. I so th- go on. no, no, go ahead. I, was, I think a lot of the real initial challenges for black people in LA was the fact that, like bluntly speaking, they just got there later. Yeah, yeah I agree. Like, like the economic explosion that happened on the West Coast, like from like 1940, 
three or four, whenever the Pacific theater machine really, really ramped up, they weren't there yet. Sure. So by the time that wave crested and crashed, then they got there. Sure. So that's, there's a big difference and that's a huge difference in 20 years. Sure. Sure. Especially around that time. But the Mexicans were here then before then. Yeah. The first was crazy. It's the first street gang in LA that's credited. Obviously that's not white people would be uh, white fence. Okay, yeah, yeah. They've been around since like the 30s. And it was funny. I had to look it up too because I was such a square. But <laughs> when you get off of the 101 at Normandy, because to me, 14 means up north. Sure. I kept seeing C14, C14 all over the place. I'm yeah. like, what is this? I'm like, because you can go to the north and see 13s. You don't come to the yeah, south yeah, yeah. and see 14s. No. That's not happening. Now, once you pass Fresno, that ain't. Yeah, and I was like, I know that is not what I am seeing. So I Google what's C14 as a Kaye 14. And you know, under like, you know where the blue line turns Sure. above Washington. Apparently that 14th street was one of the, was all like one of the very also original gangs, like zoot suit yeah. gangs. Oh, yeah. And they, um, the city was so vexed by, uh, by the 14th street gang that they cleared them out. And rezoned their neighborhood industrial so that they couldn't live there. <laughs> Damn, so Kaye 14 became a nomadic gang, but they retained the name. It makes sense. I know a couple of those. Most gangs is going to be like that in 20 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're still gangs. But I guess the point I was making is, I mean, even the whole concept of the wealth gap is it's just different, man. If you... <laughs> You you have to really just believe that there's still a level of, you know what I mean? Like, you niggas ain't finna get no money. It's just kind of how it go. And <laughs> even certain things, because I agree, like, as America started selling the country out as a whole, right, to, to you know, they didn't want to build everything no more. They want to, people got greedier. I mean, I don't know if that's the correct way to put it, but to me, that's what it's about. People got greedier, right, where they start building everything overseas for cheaper. They didn't get greedier. They got lazier. And I don't mean the workers. I mean the leaders. Sure. You you got to a point where you had a generation of innovators that created a, an explosion of growth in the U.S. Sure. economy. That's revolution. Those were not people who got MBAs at Ivy League schools. That's true. They were really they were replaced not by innovators but by managers. What do managers know how to do? Very little. They know how to do one thing. Cut cost. I don't know how to come up with a new idea. I don't know how to streamline this better. I, what can we do? Cut cost. We got to... Our projections for next year got to be better than they were for last year. We can't make any more profit unless we cut cost because we can't put out a product that is innovative enough to justify raising the price. We got to hold the price, compete against that guy, and cut costs. What's that guy doing? The same old dumbass shit we're doing where he's cutting costs. So we got to cut costs so we can have our margin and not get priced out of the marketplace by that guy. And they have no new ideas. There's no innovation, no growth, no nothing. All they can do is figure out a way to get it done cheaper elsewhere. That's a huge problem in the U.S. economy. So Ray Kroc. Hmm? Ray Kroc. Who's Ray Kroc? The guy who took over McDonald's from Ray and Mac. When Ray and Mac. Uh, 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 when Ray is is Richard and Maurice McDonald. that would have been the guy who was played in that movie by Michael Keaton. Yes, 
No, he was an innovator. What the fuck did he innovate? He wasn't no fucking innovator. He was a fucking manager. He literally cut all the costs. He's the reason why all the burgers taste like shit. He's the reason why the fucking drink is made out of powdered milkshake. He's the reason that quality goes down the drain. Sure, the quality went down the drain, but the business growth didn't grow down the drain. He streamlined a system. And he, he, he what didn't, system did he streamline? He didn't out he didn't say he didn't walk into a, a bunch of he didn't find a mature entity a mature thing and start taking people out of it. Of course he did. He took the owners who understood quality and what made the business thrive, right? He understood the, the, the quality of the business was so high that he could shrink it down further and further to allow it to spread. Like, but, but it did though. So what, like what, how many people did McDonald's employ when he got there versus when he left? Yeah, but it, it also depends on like, um, like, right. It's like, like in comparison to Ford, during the time when McDonald's employed a hundred X, so it wasn't in a, in a growth curve. Oh, sure it was. No, I'm saying I'm saying I'm sorry, hundred X. You said hundred times. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm whatever. Sorry. I'm, thinking, I'm talking about the first time. So I'm saying, go ahead. It was, I'm saying it wasn't as many. So yeah, he took it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So so more locations, more employees, more whatever at the expense yeah. of quality, though. Sure. Ford. Also, at the expense of quality, reduce their employment in America. Yes. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. Where the road leads you and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination the journey itself, or both. Your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUS. USA.com. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Yeah, but I, I think it's it's kind of the same thing. I I understand the concept of employment in America, and I think that's what we're talking about, right? Somebody like Ford. So you feel like that's the responsible some asshole just came in like, this is how we're going to maximize profit. Yeah. No question. I mean, it, it, it's rampant throughout all sorts of verticals of commerce. And you think this is because uh, uh, the Ford, I mean, Henry Ford was like, he was pretty much done. And this is somebody taking over. Yeah, because like what happened to McDonald's? Because what what's happening with In and Out could be happening with McDonald's, but because again they went after kind of the global look at the expense of having something that benefit human beings. To it, I don't want to be you right. I can't be too hasty because it, it does employ American people and people around the world. But I think that's the problem. I think when we keep exchanging quality, right, for the sake of growth. And I think that's still triggered by greed. I, I think it depends on the kind of growth. You know, um, I, I think what, you know. Because by that same standard, like the person who made the move for Ford could be considered a global hero. Right. Because it created more opportunities in China. It created more opportunities in Mexico yeah, and everywhere else we, except we, America. We brought more people out of poverty in China than are breathing air in America. For sure. That happened. For sure. You know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it all does depend to scale, you know. And I was talking about the other day with somebody, like, if you were to say the square, the average square footage of an average house in an average town and an average income, the, the, the triangulate all the averages you can find on that house in 1958, you know, the era when everything everybody had everything or whatever the fuck there was family of four or five you know whatever it was with one small house and one car and one tv now that experience is three cars five tvs four cell phones 
internet, cable, all this other shit. TV was free as the radio. I mean, there's like, I don't know what a, what's what's the note on a whatever the fuck house on a three hundred fifty thousand dollar house in Indianapolis. Shit, that's probably a mansion in Indianapolis. I mean, uh, uh, but, uh, the note is probably I don't know twenty eight six twenty six. With the interest rate today, about twenty six twenty seven, something like that. It's be I like mean, that. if you start adding in more cars and cell phones and internet and cable and whatever the fuck else, that those numbers almost match. So you saying? What I'm, are you saying? I'm I'm saying there's two things happening simultaneously. You have an increase in the standard expectation that has a standard of existing living the standard of living expectation has outpaced like on you know in the in the median side has has outpaced median income by a lot like the pri- i saw you know, a, a price breakdown by an economist of the like the time price mm-hmm. to, to buy a house now i mean the amount of hours worked that you could buy at a again median income for a median house the house has grown, so you're getting a better, bigger house for less hours work today than was required to do so in, like, 1960, right? From a price per square foot standpoint. Sure. Even though it's a but, piece of shit house. Yeah. The, the, the Quantity. Other one, the new one is, the old one is, but the piece of shit built in 2021 is better than a piece of shit built in 1961. Uh, okay. I'm I'm going to handle that one. but That's, Yeah, I mean, you go look, because the house built in 1961's on Pyro and Central, those houses knock down. You tip them over, you know, if you hit them hard enough. Oh no, those are pretty shit. The houses are some shit. Ones right there, they built them motherfuckers out of brick. No, they didn't build some those houses out of brick. Those houses there, are dog. built out of drywall and asbestos. You die living in one of those houses. That's, <laughs> that's a push. But go ahead. But anyhow, the difference is also everything I said before. The, the regular costs to do everything else are 300 a month for your family's cell phone bills. Yeah, but even all before. All this other shit that's seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars plus a month. That's a push, though. Because you're saying without the, the electives of life, the extras, then it still would be livable. Fuck no. Let me ask you this. Okay, because, okay, let's let's go back to that same house. Let's, let's go to a house in Indianapolis right now. Mm-hmm. Where would there even be a mass place to work to earn $2,700 a month. $2,700 a month is nothing. That's, that's $30,000 a year. That's something. Like, where the fuck you gonna get $30,000? McDonald's barely paid $30,000 a year. Do it even pay $30,000 a year? What What is McDonald's minimum wage? $15 an hour? 15, 15 times 40, 40 times 50? 600? 600, $1,200? What you bringing home? Eight fifty. Everybody in the house gotta work to pay that bill. That's shit crazy. Like, okay, right? If it's fifteen dollars times forty, that's six hundred times two twelve. But, that, but that's but but you're mismatching now. That's like a median house in the area versus the most the one percentile income. You know, median income is like fifty, right? Median income is fifty. Average income is fifty. Yeah. So a median house. To match the median but, but where, income. But where's the median income $50,000 at? Who the fuck is making... Fi- and this is what I'm saying back to the original point that I'm saying. Like, there is nowhere to work in... The- okay. 
Think about how few jobs is in the community, right? Like, I know you've been around a little bit. You know what's up. The jobs to me that make that kind of money are the jobs that are not there anymore. You know what I mean, right? So if you didn't go to school, if you didn't go to college, right? Lord knows if you can afford college, but if you didn't go to college, how the fuck do you make $50,000 a year, $60,000 a year? Trained jobs make more than that. What trained jobs is available? If you pull up. This this is what we're saying when Ford left the country. This is, well, I mean, like right now, there is a massive drought for a lot of basic skilled labor. Electricians, plumbers, all that kind of shit. Mechanics, all that kind of stuff. They said that's that's they said that's it's a shortage for sure, major shortage nationally. Now it's 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 regional. So like, and the thing I think with Watts, almost give credit. Watts is transient. In 1970, Watts was like 75 percent black and 25 percent Mexican. Now it's the other way around. So less black people were fucking, and Mexicans came out. People left. Nah, they they got priced out. They didn't just leave. The prices really start slipping up. Probably in the in the late two thousands. I remember that. Like I remember growing up, right, hustling, selling drugs and shit. You could buy a house in Watts for fifty thousand. What what year would you say Watts stopped being seventy percent black? Probably two. Well, that changed. But I'm gonna tell you why that changed. I'm only using the race thing because no, no, it's easy fine. to identify well, humans. Not, not even race, because Mexicans are, wouldn't be a race. That'd just be white people. But I'm just saying because if it was all black people, I couldn't keep track of who's moving in and out. Sure. Uh probably became 50-50 in two thousand and four. Like nineteen ninety. I don't know. Statistically. I don't think the per, statistics per the census right. numbers. That's I don't. I don't know if that's true. I don't even think that's true because the projects wasn't fifty fifty. Projects wasn't fifty fifty in nineteen ninety for no. sure. No, but but I do. I'm telling you when I saw. Yeah, it was fifty fifty. Well, I looked and I was on the seven, and fifty percent of the people in the house at this point was Mexican. Now this is probably two thousand nineteen ninety nine two thousand two thousand. I'm looking like okay, every other house. Is somebody from Mexico or that's somebody a, uh, that speaks Spanish? Sure, sure. That's a, that's about a generation. Yeah, you know. But but what happened is right is as the houses started to change pricing, it, w- it wasn't like people just left and then people moved in, right? Like some people left because they felt like there was no opportunity. Sure. Right. So there's like, let me go get some opportunity, and then I do agree, right? You may have had somebody that you know from from, from you know, Mexico and below, you know, South America moving in, multiple families, you know, doing Maybe their thing. Maybe it was thing. just kids from Mexican parents in Long Beach who didn't have shit else going on or had a, small, a shittier job and they moved to watch because they just could afford to move to watch. I don't know. Nah, nah, nah. It was people who didn't even speak English. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely people, you know, coming across and shit and getting those properties. Um, But see, it didn't used to be, like now when I'm in the 60s, it's 50%. Yeah, yeah. See, Watts has always been hella multicultural. Like, sure. even if it was 75, 25, it probably was a little bit more than that because I could always remember when I'm at my dad's house, Mexican people being there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think my older homies may remember a time when Watts was like 100%. Like, I ain't never in my yeah, life I, saw. I, the East Side has always been. I mean, even the yeah, Hudson Park down, my grandpa yeah. had Mexican oh, they, they friends even in, the black the, family in, in the 30s. Yeah, you know? they wasn't even a black family living yeah. at HP for a long time. And Watts is right next to Southgate, so sure. that's natural. Exactly. So, um, 
something else is happening, Pete. Like, I don't think it's as simple as people are moving out and other people are moving in. I think there is a, a, a target. I think there's a reason people move here, right? And it's like with gentrification, right? There's a, mm-hmm. it's a mass movement of people. Like, it's not as simple as like, oh, you know what? People like, like, even when I was in Compton the other day, I went to uh, uh, Cook's Corner. I think that's the name of the barbecue spot. Forgot the name of the barbecue spot. But um, that's not the barbecue. Remember, I brought a bunch of barbecue from Compton up here that one time. I don't know. Was it? Was it that? Was it that? Was it at a Dolly truck? There was a little, a small little restaurant. It was almost. I think it was near churches. Like no, this place is fire. Uh, Hold on. Let me call this motherfucker Manny Gun. Hold up. We can't call in a barbecue address in the middle of the podcast. Yes, we can. can. We? And Who's to stop us? Who's going to fucking stop us? This is the most important thing we're going to talk about exactly. today, in my opinion, quite frankly. Exactly. I need to know about this. Manny. Manny from Ace Boys fucking worldwide. What's the name of that barbecue spot in Compton you, you sent me to that was really good? They got the big dinosaur ribs. In where? In Compton. In Compton? Yeah. Oh, Kitchen Corner? Kitchen Corner. All right, let me meet you right back. All right. So, I, I was in, I was, I went to Kitchen Corner the other day and I looked and really now, like, you're right, Compton is probably like, you know, Compton for sure would be like 80%. But I, I think that's the problem, right? I think what's happening is, is there's a gentrification, right? A uh, 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 thing happening these these are conversations that's happening even if we're not a part of them. Like even if they're not mainstream conversations, if everybody don't know about the conversations, these conversations, Pete, is happening. And these places are being targeted specifically for certain moves of economic growth. Like even the gentrification well, you know plan, that's that not an accident. I'll tell you why that's from the buyer side. You're not gonna want to hear it. Sure. I'll preface it with a quote from Jamaican Andre. Okay. He was because he he came from Jamaica in the, in the country and was in the Bronx, and he's very critical as a lot of people from the islands are when they come to the states. He would say, "You know how I can always tell what houses the Jamaicans were in in the Bronx? How's that? Because the lawn was cut and the and they had flowers in the front yard." That's his words, not mine. Yeah, but uh, the I, I get it. I get it right because even even though that's a bit. Ridiculous, but I get what he's it's, saying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sure, sure. It's, I, it's a loose, it's a loose idea, it's a loose concept because there's black people who manicure their lines. But I know what he's talking about. Yeah, but but also it's different when you come from a fucking third world country, right? And then you come to Compton or you come to the Bronx. You know what I mean? Like it's like when people say, "Oh, well, Mexican people come to Los Angeles," and it's like they like they go do nigga. They come from somewhere, nigga. There's no roofs on the property. They come from somewhere. Is like a different level of poverty. So even at, at that starting point, it's still better than where they started at. It ain't like we're getting the. It ain't like the wealthiest sure, people from the, Jamaica but, but is that, coming here. But that's not that matters. Even a point. But I mean, at the same time, you also, if you came from 1950s rural Mississippi or rural Louisiana. That's like modern day Jamaica poor. Yeah, but those people come, and that's why if you look at certain houses in 111, 111 is uh, well, how would I reference that to you? Imperial, uh, Imperial and Vanez, those houses. Uh, Compton. If you go to those older people houses, 
that came from the South, look at their fucking house. They have those manicure lawns, the grass. Sure. They are, but them ain't that, that ain't the same house that Jamaican Andre and their family had in Jamaica. They didn't have no fucking lawns manicured and no motherfucking flowers over there. Just like the people in Mexico that come here, right? The the homies and shit, different people I fuck with. Yeah, they didn't have ma- fucking manicured lawns and flowers in fucking Mexico. They're going to Van Ness. It's not that far different people from like Danker and 103rd. Danker and 103rd. Danker and 103rd. Like one of the hood streets in the 100s. That's pretty damn close. Hold up. 103rd. But but it is different, right? Because if you, okay, I agree, right? Because, okay, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. So some of those people, all of those people aren't the people that came here originally and bought those houses. Right. Some of those people, if you look at certain houses on those blocks, right, like if you go in the 60s, if you go in the 100s and Dinker in the 103rd is who is that? I think that's like Hoover. No, that's hundreds. That Dinker between Western and Normandy. What's the number? Is that far? Yeah. OK, so, yeah, that's the hundreds. Yeah. Wait a minute. Man, that's West. Yeah. OK. 111. If you go to those houses, right, you go to any of those houses, it's going to be pe- people that own that property since the 50s and 60s. That's why it looks like that. It's not the children. It's not the people who ended up on crack. It's not none of those people. Because remember, these neighborhoods were all nice at a time unless somebody's parents was going through it. But it's, it's, it's a hard competition to compete with somebody who comes from a third world country and then has opportunity at this. Even how they look at it is completely different. How they see it is completely different. Like, like what's going on in Watts right now ever since they sold the projects? You start to see white people. You in Compton, you start to see Asian people. Mm. I remember the only Asian people in Compton, dog, was the ones... sold the projects. They saw, I know, right? Some crazy shit. Oh, what, like the little mall over there? No, they sold the projects. To who? What projects they sold? It's, the new Jordan Downs developments? No, it's, you got to look it up. It's some crazy shit. Hmm. Right? But I'm saying, even when you on Crenshaw, right? Like where, where, where the Lowriders Park at, on the boulevard, like yeah. where the Weenie Sister at. I seen a man, a white man running his dog with little shorts. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they are. So are. again, yeah. it's, these are not like, Oh, you know what? Let me find somewhere to move. I'm going to go down here. I mean, it's 10 times worse than like the North Side Avenues that like 25 years ago were like hood as fuck. North Side Avenues. What's the North Side Avenues? You know, like Mount Washington, if you go up the 110 north of downtown, you get like like North Avenue 43. Oh, you're talking Uh about like near Pasadena. That that part of LA. Yeah, that part of LA. That's not Pasadena, but that part of LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like, it was hood as fuck up there. Yeah, but that been gentrified for a good twenty years now. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, but like, it's it's like that. It's, you know, I'm, I'm saying from a time span standpoint, it's like, you know. But but I think all generation ahead, so to speak. Sure, but I digress. I think the point I'm saying is, it makes it when we don't take care of each other as a society, right? Like. Americans don't take care of Americans as a society, right? This is where you have those problems. The fact that Bel Air is right there and this is right here, right? It that's what fucks it up. 
I think that's what makes people even more crazier than everything. How could somebody be 10 miles and have entirely too much? Somebody 10 miles have entirely not enough. That's just fucking crazy, Pete. Now, I think it was even the concept of the wealth gap, right? I think Henry Ford was an innovator. I do think, you know, Milton Hershey was an innovator, but they cared about other human beings to some degree, even when it came in America to Absolutely, see their dreams. Because, because the the builder is that guy. Like, that's that's one of my top criticisms sure. of, I'm not saying one of my top, I, this is going to sound wrong, but from an economic, in the economic conversation, sure. the problem in the economic conversation, just so we're clear, with slavery was most innovation and growth comes from hands-on workers. That's fair. The way you could take more cotton, you pick more cotton. You have to get yeah, or, or you're working on a machine because yeah, a motherfucker that just had the plantation ain't yeah. gonna no shit. But if you have the freedom to implement an idea to make something happen more efficiently, that's gonna happen from the person who's doing it all day long. It's not gonna happen from another guy. You know what I mean? Ninety nine percent of the time. I agree. So that's why you see, like the South was. Sparse concentrations of ultra wealth and then mass poverty. And in the aggregate, the South was way more poor than the North because even they had wealthy people. Yeah, because their whole working class of people that was slaves was were not allowed to implement human thought. So they're just doing work frozen, like cryogenically frozen in time. Sure. If they. How they started is how they had to finish. If you had however many million people working on a task in an industry commercial vertical for 50 years, in year 50 and in year one, that industry wouldn't even resemble itself. Sure, normally. But usually you would have took the... You took how to make it happen faster with less people. Yeah, some guy would work at a place. He'd go, you know, they're slow at this. I can do it better. I'm going to go across the street, start a small shop, do it faster, build and compete against them. Or they would just implement the thing, get a raise, whatever the fuck, and shit just happens. I mean, there's no, there's not an example in which that's not really true. Even agriculture now. Yeah. But I'm saying, what's the point of even doing it with slavery? I'm sure some of the slaves came up with better ideas, but I guess it's like you might be getting too many ideas, nigga. You might think you could be free next. Yeah, I mean, you know, how many of them are going to say, oh, hey, Uncle Bill. Yeah, this is a faster way to do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm saying, yeah, Bill runs the place. You're Bill's nephew. Uncle Bill, I got an idea. What if we do this? Where'd you come with that idea? Oh, that slave guy over there top that. He's smarter than you? Probably not going to have that conversation. Mm. So it, did it, did it has to be something as simple as greed. It cannot just be. There's, there's a problem. There's, there, there's an inherent. Plus it ain't just one thing. There's an inherent issue with the arc of like wealth growth when it goes from you know what happened hmm. and and not not to cut you off no, you're wealth went from just wealth used to be more than just money it used to be like a connection to community a connection to humanity you know what i mean like 
back in the day, it was wealth meant more than just I have entirely too much money. It also meant I had the affection of human beings. It was tied I, to productivity. You know what the largest do you yeah, know? Is, 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 is Ford really not still producing? Or is it just pr- productivity based off of in the community? Ford Motor Comp- Company, Inc. and Ford the guy. Sure. Guy running for, for CEO now, not named Ford. Sure. I don't have to even, even have to look at it. No. But I like, talk about, if it, like, you know what the biggest industry in the world is? It's currency exchange. Currency, <laughs> yeah. currency exchange. People make the most money fucking with the money. Is, I don't know if they make the most money. But it's $7 trillion plus per day in global currency exchange. That's not production. Hiring somebody to come in and be an, hiring a room of 500 analysts to scrutinize where you can save a nickel. That's not production. Paying somebody half a million dollars a year to be in-house counsel to stave off some sort of stupid whatever the fuck slip and fall lawsuit that you're going to face for Christ knows what is not production. Being in some sort of private equity subsidized bizarre matrix where you're just running free money around because interest rates were at 1% for 20 years or because we've now subsidized big banks as being too big to fail so that they don't even understand risk components in the economy. There's no growth because there's no failure. You've subsidized failure out of existence. You have an enormous class of wealthy Americans that get money and produce nothing. That's the disconnect. Hmm. How are these people getting more wealthy without producing anything today? Market manipulation. You don't think and, that's and, and and hyper regulation. I mean, what do you do now? Like 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 your X company. And you're now the biggest company in your field in America or the world. What's your top priority? It's lobbying barriers of, en- of entry and barriers of competition from anybody else to knock you off the top. It's not trying to create a better product anymore. You pivot. Why do you pivot? Because you have new rooms of leaders who run out of ideas, but they don't want to lose their seat on the top of the mountain. So instead of you can't climb up any further, all you can do is prevent anybody else. Like that's the, that's the story of like California right now. Makes sense. Yeah. California matured into the fifth largest economy in the world by itself. You can't build shit here. Like how, how many people are billionaires in California from real estate development? That's like most other than the tech people who are also, completely invested in, in, in an yeah, anti-competitive environment. Yeah. There's no competition for Apple. There's no competition for Google. Uh, and then take Donald Bren of the Irvine company out of Orange County or uh, Caruso, the developer in LA. So, uh, what what do they do? There. They just lobby. They, they lobby for anything good? No. They lobby for exemptions and carve-outs out of massive blanket regulations that prevent anybody from building anything except for them. That's why Caruso's always running for some sort of fucking office. That's why he's always in politics. Why are you always in politics? All you do is build shopping malls. Well, you can't build a shopping mall if you aren't in politics. 
fuck part of the economy is that? Good looking out for tuning in to the No Sillers Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the west coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King, for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.